This is Film Exploration with Ash Hurry, and this is my review on the 2021 Thomas Vinterberg provocative drama, Another Round, starring Mus Mickelson, Thomas Bo Larson, Magnus Milang, and Lars Rimmer. Yeah, yeah. Midlife crisis, we all deal with it in our own ways. American Beauty, Kevin Spacey buys a red car and works at a burger place to affix to his youth. John Travolta and co. decide to ride to the Pacific coast on their bikes to renew their life with Kenosha and exploration in Wild Hogs. And much like Edgar Wright's At World's End, this film in question here uses alcohol as a principal promoter to get some lost characters to revamp, remember and recharge their much-needed mundane lives with a spark of meaning. Thomas Vinterberg, Danish director, makes his most personal film yet. It's a film that suffered tragedy in the first week of production that no doubt flickered the energy seen in this movie from the vision and panache depicted at the centre of it, a career-high performance from fellow Dane, Mus Mikkelsen, who conveys the everyday man's image to precision and the in-depth emotion within, expressively shown in every part of his acting that comes to a theatrical release at the end of the movie. For a Danish audience, this is an all-star cast. The major league players are all on show here. For an American or Western audience, we are very much invested from the reputation of their past collaboration, if you haven't seen it already, The Hunt back in 2012. A stunning success that has certainly raised bars and expectations for this film, originally titled Druk, which is Danish for Bender. A film that certainly piqued awareness from its subject matter. A film that we know has the potential to deliver no matter what the plot may be because of the team behind it and the reputation of the 2012 film The Hunt. Another round, as it's called in America or most of the Western society of filmmaking, tells the story of the banal reality of four high school teachers in Denmark who find a cause to rediscover their presence of their lives again instead of languishing about what could have or might have been in the past. After dinner one evening, the four friends talk about a theory through sociable conversation slash banter about humans that can perform better with a small amount of alcohol frequently present in their system. Giving themselves the unjustified reasons to do this, like how famous drunks perform better like Churchill or Hemingway and with absolutely nothing to lose and with the shock of smiling and being present and comfortable with their lives again, they take on this theory together and decide to stay low-level drunk all day whilst observing and recording the results. At first with some optimistic paybacks, but then eventually soon starts to spiral into learning curves about life, purpose and reason. The heart of this movie is the characters that have to go through some sort of obstacle to actually rediscover what they had was enough and suitable for them in the first place. The normal construction of emotions if you are at a limbo stage in life, aka a midlife crisis, a psychologist tells people that you are naturally looking for a spike. A spike you know will shoot up like buying a car or riding to the coast on a bike then drastically and slowly go down below what your limbo state was at. And at that low point, you start to regret and realize that your life wasn't that bad at that limbo state, meaning quite simply that your normal routine life is actually everything you will ever need and want to be if you allow yourself to be in the present. It is a worthwhile message that this film is cleverly trying to make people realise. A message that isn't articulated in American Beauty or Wild Hogs, where they simply focus on the spike, but not the repercussions of the quick descent from that initial spike. The idea of finding purpose again in life is an important arc of a story done in many films. But what Vinterberg is exposing here 
It's basically the literal movie interpretation of what Bugs Bunny does to trick the whole Toon Squad in Space Jam by giving them the special stuff and making them perform a lot better, tapping into that unfulfilled potential, unlocking it, and then realizing that that special stuff was just water. It was also part of their DNA to do it, and it just needed a scapegoat, if you will, to realize and even change the way your mindset works. Obviously, with four people doing this, we have different experiences, different mindset as the film goes along. Completely fascinated and convinced that this theory works, they decide to up the dose of alcohol level. And in this is where the lessons and mistakes are happening, where the spike starts to gradually come down. The tone of the movie is exceptional. It finds a nuanced place between hilarious and melancholic, ever changing our opinions of this experiment as the movie goes. What starts to be one thing deviates to something completely unexpected and thus creates this enigmatic story to follow where we don't know what's around the next corner because this journey, rightfully so, is out of control in the hands of the overindulgence of alcohol and the newly sparked victims of this experiment. It's a high concept piece. It's daring and the darkness is well placed in the movie that is at the same time amusing. The ending of the movie is in no doubt shining that ever needed light into a film that could be hidden by Western audiences because of the unknown interest in Nordic films. The last scene proving very meme worthy and high impact is a trailer on its own to promote the movie, the dance of life, the realization of how precious and quick life can be and how important it is to be in the presence. Mars Mikkelsen, an ex-dancer, beautifully orchestrates a physical message of a man finally rediscovering something after 40 years, the beauty of life. And when you are in the present, as I keep saying on, it is an absolute beautiful scene to watch right at the end, expressed through dance, and it's beautiful to watch, like I said. He defines his character as something who has missed the train for life and has been on the platform waiting ever since. A beautiful visual metaphor for his circumstance at the beginning of the movie, one where unfortunately a lot of people can relate to. And this is the market that Vinterberg chooses to explore very inversely than other commercial movies following similar story arcs. He does this again with the social impact of how a lie can spiral out of control of his past films in Mass Mickelson's The Hunt. And once again conveys another message on life escalating the social impact of everyday things affecting your life. Vinterberg is clinical, a master of this trade and a soon-to-be household name if he isn't already to the general broad audience which will put his names up there with Christopher Nolan and Denis Villeneuve. A midlife crisis is simply an escape, just like films are, but what makes another round seductively intriguing is the one on, it's just just on the nose narrative of how audiences can effortlessly relate to it and wholly comprehend the emotions the actors are executing here, which makes it not an escape but simply a realisation, a wake-up call that life, of course, is precious. And being in the present is in fact the answer to any midlife crisis, a spike that will never go down but simply remain constant, just like time, just like life. And the sooner you realise that, the happier you'll be. Anyway, that's Film Exploration with Ash Hurry. That's my review on Another Round. Please subscribe to me on Google Play, iTunes, Spotify and Amazon. And you can also follow me on Instagram and Twitter. That's Film Exploration, A-H or lowercase or one word. But for now, thank you for listening to Film Exploration with Ash Hurry. It's getting dark, too dark to see Feel I'm knocking on heaven's door